welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, what's happening? Uh, the Wells is here. Yeah. Yes. It's been a while, man. It's been many, many miles since I've recorded here last. It's been a while. Does uh, it, I, like, and I know we shifted a day and we're doing it a day later in the week and nobody really cares about that, but does it feel like there's a longer gap? Yes. Between? Yes. It, like, it really does. I, I don't, like, it well, has. Like, last night was a prime example because normally, you know, the NFL season kicked off and normally the wife would put on Monday Night Football and I can hear it in the background and sometimes it might be an interesting game and I'm kind of like, can we wrap this up? Because I'd really go, like, to watch the game. I sat there last night, watched the game about halftime. I'm like, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. Oh. <laughs> See, once you have unfettered access to it, you don't want it no more. Right, exactly. I'm like, I could give a fuck about this game. So, yeah, no, it does feel like a longer gap for sure. Yeah, I, and, and I know it's like week one, so the first three weeks don't, they're like preseason plus. Right. You know, like, it doesn't matter. The defenses haven't figured anything out yet. And it's just, it's all just a big wash and nothing means anything yet. Yeah. So I'm just, exactly. I'll wait. Uh, so speaking of the long gap, what did you guys do in long gap of, of us not recording and recording again? What did I do? Pass. Well, I found myself in Winston-Salem for a funeral. And uh, while I was there, decided to make the most of being out and up there and uh, you know visited a couple breweries that I've not been to in many a time uh, Foothills hasn't aged since I went there last. God I can't even I know or, the last time I was there but yeah it, I mean it was probably like when I was going up there for sexual chocolate releases still so that's been four years I think um, and then while I was up there I checked out Incendiary uh, thanks to our, our listener Justin who brought back some really good incendiary beers that we'd had on the show for a, I don't know. So, check them out. That was a really neat spot. Unfortunately, we're not able to stick around and catch the Gin Blossom show. They were getting set up to perform oh, that night. I know, I know. I had to hit the Allison. That's excellent, right? I had to hit I the Allison so. Road out of town, unfortunately. There's a, <clears throat> there's a handful of those bands from that era, like the Goo Goo Dolls and whatnot, that I, I can never keep them straight who did what. And, yeah, <clears throat> it's all right. Same. It's all considered classic music today. I don't know if you yeah. saw the oh, like the, no, the Reddit no, no, post no, 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 about no. Uh, how you know you're old, and I guess somebody made this point that there is now a bigger gap between now and when Nevermind came out than there was when Nevermind came out and the Beatles were still relevant. And I'm like, Dang, wow, that sucks. Wow, it sucks a lot. Yeah, like, it does. Wow, I could just feel my beard hairs graying. Yeah, that was on there too, but it wasn't beard hair. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, what well, else? I guess that's getting old too. All right. Besides Winston. Oh, boy. Uh, we tore Atlanta a new one this past weekend. That was, that was the big deal. Mm. Went to only one new to us brewery, you know, so we were visiting both of the Monday nights. That was my first time, like, going to Monday night number one. One night and Monday night number two the other night and you know of course you'd only been to the garage up until this point right or have you been to both I've been to the garage twice and the the regular one once but okay. never like never the never both of them in the same trip so gotcha it, it was really cool like because time doesn't like you know you don't have rose colored glasses on it's just right we went to one Friday night and one Saturday and which one did we like more and I don't know. I have I have feelings. Um, 
I, I really prefer the, the regular one. I think the garage is wonderful, like, during the daytime. But in terms of, like, nighttime hangs, hard to beat the, the main Monday night. Hmm. <laughs> uh, of course, we had to hit up Orpheus. They were just coming off of their seventh anniversary. Oh, wow. So they had a lot of awesome beers on tap and in bottle. And, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I could have just spent, like, all weekend there. But, sadly, you know, had to go visit other places. Uh, we hit up a uh, New Realm. We've talked about them on the show before. They're out of Atlanta, but they're opening a Savannah location. They've oh, right. got one up in Virginia. Right. They're opening one in, uh, like, outside of Charleston. Uh, for a little while, they were about to open one here mm-hmm. and scrapped that. That was really cool. It's, it's like, I mean, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like Sycamore meets, like, Old Mecklenburg. Okay. Like, it was really neat, but also kind of fratty. I was going to say, Meat for market. The, and for those that forgot, New Realm is Mitch Stone, old head brewer of Mitch Stone Steel. Brewer. Mitch Steel. Steel. That's right, Steel, not Stone. Mitch Steele's, the old head brewer at Stone, left to kind of start his own thing. And, yeah, he was going to start one here. And I think wisely sold the property, probably made a boatload of money off of it. I think they it. made a million. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Not, not a, a not a bad not a bad way to uh, lease some know, property to, for a yeah take bit. some money and be like nah I don't really feel like doing anything let's hold out for a year or two you want to sell it let's make a million cool. yeah cool. not bad you know yeah I did get to try out uh, I, I know some shows back we had talked about the um, restorative and uh, hydrational properties of beer and and so we were at uh, we were at the uh, uh, Tar Heels football game Saturday and it was not hot. But it was, you know, fairly dry, and then it was pretty sunny. And we were there for most of the afternoon, kind of walking around campus and following the band around. And um, <clears throat> got real thirsty. Water just wasn't seeming to do the trick. And then uh, get to the game, and they I can't even remember whose IPA they had on tap. But, uh, yeah, that, that hit the spot. Like a full day of walking around campus and just a – of course, it was, you know, $10 beer. But well, yeah, still. of course. Was real damn good, and what suddenly a, I'm like, I'm not thirsty anymore. This is fantastic. I should have done this earlier. Any other spots in Atlanta? Uh, the most impressive spot that I went to, honestly, was Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Went there to see an Atlanta United football club game. Uh, so my first MLS uh, experience, and let me tell you, the craft selection inside that stadium, two thumbs up. That I I didn't I wanted for nothing. Like if I wanted like fresh space lettuce which was what i was drinking a lot you know monday nights i double ipa uh 12 ounce cans were six dollars so okay am, that's not bad no that's yeah that's great yeah that's why i are said kidding, okay like, that's that's like the equivalent of what an eight dollar pint uh pint can here and i promise you yeah. pint cans of craft at carolina petter stadium is not 10 or eight dollars like they're what 11 12 i mean yeah probably it's a, it's a joke so of course I spent more money. Of course I drank more, but um, I wasn't driving, so that's fine. Um, but it was great. You know, there's a craft section like two sections down, and and they saw me a lot. And it always just kind of like sticker shocked me. Here I am, like buying two beers. Like, oh, that'll be thirteen dollars including tax. I'm like, no, I said two beers. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. Well, sorry. it's just like 
you know where I'm going Friday night to go see the concert that I'm going to go to. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm going to do before I walk into that concert venue. Drink somewhere else. Yup. Because I know how much they're going to charge me for a beer in there. And it's pointless. Yeah. And, and I might get two during the show. Maybe. I budgeted that out. But the rest of it, I'm just going to drink around the music exchange because it's way fucking cheaper than it is inside that venue. So if I learned anything from that game, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I thought you were done no, talking. <clears throat> no, no, I mean earlier when I cut you off. Uh, <laughs> if I learned anything from the college kids, it's uh, that the the power move is to bring those little travel bottles of like Fireball and or what have you, because they've got well, I mean you know plastic lid, so you don't get they don't come get picked up when you get wanted when you walk through, and they were everywhere. Oh, I can imagine. Which, you know, again, it's the first home game of the season. Yeah. You know, whatever. It was a lot of fun, but God. You had me up until Fireball. I'm like, yeah, that is the the pro move. At no point am I saying you need to buy Fireball. I'm just saying, like, you know, get you a couple of them little smallies and, you know, the ones without the metal lids and you're fine. Well, I was going to say, it doesn't really matter because if you go to any ABC store around here right now, you can't find shit anyways, even the small ones. It's really pathetic. Like, if you just want Jack Daniels, like, forget about it. Yeah. Yep. Like, even for just my normal everyday, I am going to put some seltzer water into it. I can't just buy a bottle of Evan. It's got to be more expensive Evan, and it's annoying as all get out. Oh, so what you're saying is like the, 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 because the, I haven't been to a store in months. So it's just like the, the cheap stuff. Yep. The cheap stuff is non existent anymore. I mean, I'm sure they'll have plenty of the, you know, $80 bottles. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and I'm not buying an $80 bottle of scotch or bourbon to put in seltzer water. I'm drinking that shit straight. So, right. yeah, then it just gets to that point where it's like, now I think I'm sitting on, like, three different bottles of stuff I would not mix. So, I guess I'm good on just straight bourbon for a while. Yep. Yep. The, the, I mean, and you try them, but, you know, those are... Oh, uh, no, I trust it. You can, you can mix them, too. Yeah. Nah, I don't want to do that. That That's sounds awesome. monstrous. Uh, GABF happened. Oh, wait, that's still a thing. Yeah. Yes. Virtually again. Oh, okay. Because, uh, yeah, COVID is still a thing. Uh, I'm going to pull up the other article that you sent, Wells, but as far as national, is there any breweries or categories you guys are interested in looking at, or do you just want to talk about North Carolina like we always do? I, you know, I did get a news alert about, you know, some brewery that I'd never heard of in Oregon, one for Best IPA, which, you know, glad to see that. I don't know. There's a part of me that's like, I'm glad somebody caught lightning in a bottle. It'll be really good for them. But um, hopefully they can keep their quality up. Um, yeah, I really didn't pay attention this year. I was a little too busy in Atlanta. I did read this um, press release that SIBA put out uh, that I linked to. But, uh, oh, SIBA, you guys remember them? The Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte Brewers Alliance? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they have a new executive director now and... It, it's kind of weird. Like, I was going through my Facebook page likes and just, like, unliking everything that I hadn't heard from in, like, two years or, you know, if the business shut down or whatever. Right. So, I, I cut SIBO loose. And then two hours later, I get an email. They have a new executive director. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> who, who was it before? Nobody. Oh, okay. So, I should say they have a executive director. Or an God. For the first time. All right, so let's, I guess, since we were just on the GABF one, let's talk about who won what at GABF that is North Carolina-based. So, whoop, whoop. Well, Charlotte-based. Yeah, right. Or Charlotte-area-based. Yeah. Or 
SEBA membered members based. Yeah. So protagonist coming up pretty big in the Charlotte area. They got a gold for uh, a Saison and a silver for their English mild. Um, Noda Brewing came through with a bronze for Kavu and okay. Model A Brewing, which I have yet to go to. Where is uh, that? South Carolina. Okay. Okay. It, it's weird because if, if you look at their signage, it really does look like Modella. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, nothing could go wrong. Well, kerning is important, right? Font choice and all yep. that. So anyway, um, anyway, they got a bronze for their rye beer. Cool. So, you know, not bad. It's always good to see um, Charlotte area breweries. Not as a, not a big of a <clears throat> show up, I guess, has been in the past or the past couple of years. But that's to be expected with, number one, the age of these breweries that have been around in Charlotte. And then number two, how big craft beer is getting nationwide. The yeah. competition's going to get tougher and tougher. You know, so what I find interesting here, too, you know, so like, so protagonist won for a, a Saison. And I feel like Saison's one of those, like, so not having been to protagonist and not, I don't know that I've had any of their beer yet. So I'll put that out there. And a lot of times when I go into a brewery for the first time and I see they have a Saison, I tend to kind of stay away from that or any, um, Belgian golden ales right. or browns or reds or, you know, all the stuff that comes in the, in the, uh, so you're opening a brewery starter kit. Yeah. But, uh, that's, that's impressive as hell. Yeah, I would agree. So either this was an omission from the email or they aren't a SIBA member, but lower left also took a bronze home for their smoked porter. Okay. But that was a pilot batch, which is why I'm like, well, I haven't had that. Oh, yeah, nobody did. Yep. Um, but with its, I think it took a gold at the, well, what we're getting ready to talk about, the North Carolina Brewers Cup. So expect to see a full batch of that coming soon. Yeah, it's kind of a shame. You know, you, you win a big medal like that, and they're like, oh, crap, that was it. Did anybody keep the recipe for that? I mean, yeah. surely they did. I'm sure they kept notes, but, you know, kind of a bummer because – the second you win something like this, I'm sure demand like spikes instantly. Oh yeah, absolutely. And people that maybe have been going there before now want to try that beer. People that are nearby, or you know, like it's like protagonist. I'm now suddenly interested in trying some of their stuff. I mean, I have been for a while. I just haven't made time to get out there. Yeah. I mean, assuming you know they were talking about brewing it, you know, after both of those wins, so it should be, you know, coming online just in time for cooler weather. So perfect timing for a smoke porter if, you know, I'm not really looking for that in the summertime, personally. No. I, no. And, and I'm not, I'm not even looking a seasonal for that drinker, at all. But, but. Well, that's fine. More for me. That, <laughs> that ain't my thing. Also, the uh, North Carolina Brewers Cup results were announced. Uh, a lot more local hardware for that one. Um, trying to think if there are any big surprises. I mean, not a big surprise, but, oh, wow, Divine Barrel is going to win gold for Big Lubelski. Yeah. Isn't that kind of like the thing that they do with that beer is win gold? Well, yeah, yeah. Nobody else does anything like this, so we're just going to go ahead and win. Just yeah. go ahead and let us have it. But, I mean, it's it's good to see some other favorites. Like, you know, also Divine Barrel got a silver for beer-flavored beer. That's such a good beer. It is. Um, I'm, I'm not even, like, a huge light lager fan, but, yeah, like, 
shoot, I can I can mess with that. Uh, another thing that we had on well, barrel the barrel aged varsity gold medal yeah. for barrel aged varsity from Town Brewing. Um, trying to see, and an honorable mention for barrel aged varsity. Yeah, I'm the. Yeah, that's all right. So, anyway, good for them. Fun, fun. Hooray. Hooray. Oh, and then, of course, there's the U.S. Open Beer Championships with a hop, drop, and roll taking a gold. Congrats on Noda. They also won a bronze for Coco Loco and a bronze for their Maybach. Uh, Devil's Logic took a gold for their Crushing Pills, Sugar Creek, Silver for their Belgian Triple, and Model A took a bronze for their Strawberry Kolsch, and, oh. This is kind of cute, though. Special recognition in top ten favorite beer names. Number six was their Magic Carpet, Carpet Ride. Ride. I don't know. It's, it's running out of beer names. No. No, we're, we're never going to run out of beer names so long as, like, burial exists. Right. I mean, I think they just got, like, a word scrambler at this point. but Yeah, they should have, like, a beer name generator. Oh, those already exist. Yep. Uh, and the fact that we're finally moving into kind of the 21st century in alcohol laws in North Carolina past two, which was like kind of mind blowing to me. Uh, first and foremost, I think one of the things that we have talked about is the quote unquote legality of ordering liquor to your home, which yes. never was really said to be legal or illegal. Uh, now it is officially, Hey, yep. You can go ahead and order that from what you want and it can get delivered to your local ABC store. Yes. You could place orders for liquor online, and then they will simply hold it for you at the store, uh, pay for it, and I guess just pick it up. I mean, yeah. that's it's doesn't allow for delivery to your house, but you yeah, know it's a step ahead of what it step is. Step in the right direction. Considering the ABC store is un- I don't say unique. Like <clears throat> the the upside of the ABC format in North Carolina is that I can go on their website and I can see who's got. Like, I can see inventory. I can see who's got stock. I can see what the price is. It's the right. same across the board. Whereas, like, when I go back to Indiana, I'm, like, hip-hopping between four or five different stores, trying to remember, wait, how much was this at this place? Okay, that's actually a pretty good deal. I should grab some of that. I don't want to have to drive all the way back in town to save a dollar. But, you know, meanwhile, to, to have all of that and not be able to just go, like, yeah, give me a couple of those. Where do I need to go pick them up? Like, yeah. it's always kind of been a bummer. But now exactly. here we are. Now, my, my biggest hope is that because, going a little bit further with Jeff's point, the fact that you're at the wrong house, homie. I don't know where you're looking for, but that ain't it ain't us. Uh, hey, we'd like to sell you internet. No yeah. thanks, Spectrum. Nope. <laughs> Go away. Not today, Spectrum. Not today. No, it's a food delivery oh. dude, and he got the wrong address. Moving on. Uh, anyways, um... My hope, and I know this probably won't be out of the gate, is that you should be able to, in theory, if Jeff's in Raleigh, or I shouldn't say, if Jeff's here and he sees, oh, Raleigh's got this, then it just magically shows up at his local ABC store. I know that's not going to happen out of the gate. but Well, the problem with that is ABC stores, at least locally, get uh, deliveries one time per month. So 
that's not exactly the convenience that Jeff is necessarily looking forward Correct. to. Like, oh, I see this thing in the warehouse in Raleigh, and I would like it delivered to my local ABC store. Okay, cool. It'll be there in three and a half weeks. I mean, still, it's better than nothing. It's better than yeah. what we have now. Oh, yeah. sure. It also makes the lottery system that they have in place really interesting. Yes. Because now, you know, like I maybe we've talked about a couple different bourbons in the past off mic and, you know, you'd really like this one thing. Well, you can't necessarily get it because this store has it, but that store doesn't. Well, you know, then to have it like I can I can wait. I don't need it now. Yeah. I'll plan ahead. I'll get I'll pick it up in three weeks. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. In news that no one's really asking for at all. Uh, they raised the size limit for growlers from two liters to four liters because I want one single four liter container that once I open it immediately starts to degrade. So uh, <clears throat> trying to do the metric back because that's how everybody measures their beer. 128 ounces. 128 ounces. So that's a gallon, right? Yeah, I don't want that. And right now, regular size growlers are half gallon. 64. Yeah, 64. And then crowlers are like 32. 32. So so four crowlers worth all in one container. No. Cool. Who's asking for this? No one. Hence the stuff that no one's asking for. Um, this uh, another minor thing that is kind of neat. Um, this law allows uh, distilleries to be open on Sunday, Ooh. which is really smart. Yeah. Yes. Super smart. Even though North Carolina ABC stores are closed, if you wanted to take a Sunday afternoon to go visit your local distillery, and while you're there, take home a bottle of something with you, you now can or will be able to. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. And uh, Jeff, since you were just at a college football game, you can now get two beers Well, and so once. it's funny because when I was buying my beer, the guy even said to me, do you want a second one? Because we can sell you two at a time now. Yeah. And it, like, it didn't even cross my mind because I was only there for the one, you know, like right. whatever. But I was like, well, I've only got two hands and I ordered two Cokes and a, and a, and a beer. So, I mean, yes, yes. <laughs> but, but also no. Hold on. I could probably chug this. How cold is it? Let's what, go. The Coke or the beer? The beer. Okay. <laughs> um, this is going to be really neat to see how this gets applied locally. Um, cities and towns in North Carolina now can create social districts where people can walk around with alcoholic beverages in between, just like on the street. So, so it's like it's like downtown Savannah. Yeah. It's like downtown Savannah or. Bourbon Street area in New Orleans, or so you can get a Beale Street. I think what Beale Street in Memphis yep. and parts. So yeah, of, you can get a roadie. Yeah, can I get this in a to-go cup, please? I mean, honestly, let's let's all face it. You know that there's two areas in town that just scream, make these these areas. Noda South and End and Noda. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean, it would make perfect sense. Like, I'm, you know, now I'm, I'm at Divine, <clears throat> but I want to go to. I don't know, somewhere to grab some actual dinner. I'm just going to, hey, go to the, get- yeah, go to the uh, Optimus Hall. Yeah. Hop down, slide down. Assuming you can get on the train with it. Yes, maybe. I mean, you're not allowed to have open beverage on the train anyway, so no. So that's a no, Josh. Yeah. You could walk down to Salute, I guess. Well, I mean, there's other, re- there's restaurants downtown, like. From Divine, I'm just saying, like. You know. well, yeah, there, there, there's the what's the freaking taco? Not it's not Taco Mac, but they have like it's Saint Jack's Beagle. 
Sure. I could grab a to-go from Divine Barrel and walk down to Jack's Beagle and get me some lovely, awesome mac and cheese. Yes. I mean, you'd be done with your beer by the time you got there. Yes. But... Yes, that's true. Or I could grab one from Salute and walk right there because it's there you literally go. That's right a little more like it. Yes. Right around the Finish corner. off my Cabo Fish taco and yeah, there you go. See, can I get this in a Coke up? And then lastly, in this, um, if you're on a charter bus that's driving more than seventy-five miles, so this isn't like for the beer bus tours, funny bus or whatever thing that's you know stops around town, um, they now have the ability to sell you alcohol on the bus which is kind of cool but at the same time if i'm doing one of those charter things i'm bringing my own because whatever they're selling ain't what i'm buying right yeah probably oh right. uh, we have some uh, voodoo ranger yeah and uh some sam adams uh i i did see that uh they're again in the filed under the uh, nobody asked for this there uh there, there's a provision in there for Gelatin Alcoholic, and, yeah. Yeah. Like, so jello shots and, and ice creams. Yeah. Because, again. Yeah. I don't know who wants that and why they would want it, but. Oh, goody. Monsters exist. Yeah. Flying these guys dog, are back. Flying dog. The people who said North Carolina, was it North Carolina doesn't appreciate good beer or something like that? It, it was, this beer was not brewed at our Asheville brewery because we don't have one. What's that? Nothing. Oh, I'm just scratching my. Head. Oh, I thought you were. That, that wasn't a sim- no, no, that wasn't. A, I mean, yeah, no gesture there. Yeah, and you know, Flying Dog decided to kind of piss in the face of North Carolina. Uh, I mean, that was a couple of years ago, and, and I said, you know, it was at a time when Sierra Nevada and New Belgium, and I mean, I think Deschutes was even eyeing a spot. They ended up going elsewhere, but you know, when a lot of breweries were opening up second facilities in North Carolina and. Flying Dog decided they were going to make fun of this and, you know, kind of thumb their nose at, you know, all yeah. these jobs that are being created in Western North Carolina. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, looks like if you think jobs in, you know, parts of this, you know, state that need employment, uh, if you think that's funny, uh, maybe I just don't need to support you anymore. So I really, I have no real love for Flying Dog. That said, my goodness gracious, I, I hate it when I have to... Uh, you can also right-click and do open a new tab. I know. Okay. I hate it when I have to uh, su- be on their side for anything. So well, they have a beer called Freezing Season. It's a winter ale. They you know submitted a you know label approval request with the state, and they were denied. And looking at this... Is it because I, the guy's junk is hanging out there in the middle? If you call that junk... Well, I mean... For some of you guys. <laughs> I mean, Jeff, explain to the listener, since this is okay, an audio so, medium, what you're yeah, looking yeah, so, at. So it's a, it's a winter ale, and so it's got this kind of like wintry, like almost iceberg kind of scene. And there's like a campfire that is being set up. And it looks like the uh, individual, and odd that it's not a dog, because it's usually a dog, right? Um, the individual has... Um, Maybe gotten a little too close to the fire. That, or maybe like put a bunch of lighter fluid in there and then lit the match. And so it's like the, you know, the face is all blacked out and all the hair is blown back kind of thing. Uh, but dude's naked. And uh, there's a little bit of a dangly bit there in the middle. And I mean a little bit of a dangly bit. And very little bit of a dangly bit. He must have been in the pool. I just don't see, like, that is so, it's such a minuscule dangly bit. 
that I think they could have gone without the dangly bit. Yeah. But see, but that's that also I feel like Flying Dog and you know, they do this so that we will talk about them and they will get press and publicity for this kind of bullshit. They're not like they're like, oh, look how edgy we are. Like, no, you're not. Yeah. You were boring six years ago when you pissed off North Carolina. You yeah. were boring then. Yep. Nobody's buying your pearl necklace. Ooh, it's an oyster stout called pearl necklace. Or their raging bitch. Yeah. Oh no. You know. Like, I mean, again, and I, I've said it before. Every time we talk about them, I don't remember the last time I saw any of their beer on a shelf in this state. Yeah. Why? They're, they are the, the kid in Hackers that, that hacks the bank, you know, and he's like, I need a name. I need a handle, you know, and it's like, you're just annoying, kid. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, nobody cares, Flying yeah. Dog. But they have officially sued the state of North Carolina Which for is, like, that's, a, that's not violating any, their First Amendment rights. That's nothing. That's a, that's a publicity stunt to yep. try to sell beer. They're, they actually don't care. Well, in a state where, well... Humping reindeer can get put on a label, but a, a ti- the tiniest dangly bit that you have ever seen can't. It's it just kind of blows my mind. That's all. Yeah, Dude's naked. You know, barely. I know, but it it very clearly was an obvious choice with an yeah. agenda and a plan, and that was probably all part of the marketing meeting. This yep. will be great. And the first time anybody says no, we'll sue them and we'll get more press and publicity. And people talk about us on their podcast. Yep. In local news, we have a cult. Well, okay. I mean, we have a couple. Yeah. But we, we have uh, so recently uh, Mecklenburg County, which is where Charlotte is for those of you out of town, um, has struck down an exemption that basically now churches in Mecklenburg County would have to mask up during church services. And one uh, church in the area uh, in South End, just down the street from Triple C, has said, you know what? Screw you. We're not going to enforce this mandate. We will continue to be mask free and uh, we will, you know, we have our lawyers ready, and Mecklenburg County doesn't know who they're messing with. Okay, pretty ballsy statement. We'll see how this turns out for you. Well, for those of you that are familiar with Charlotte and familiar with the area around Triple C, there's not really that much in the world of like, not much parking. Nope. Right in in that area, it's and that church probably has a dozen parking spots. Um, they keep that you know those gates shut all week unless church is in session because uh, they don't want anybody else parking in their lot. But they had had an agreement with Triple C Brewery just down the street. Triple C was going to allow them to use their parking lot for their Sunday services because you know Triple C doesn't open really until noon. You, know, you know noon or so on Sundays. Like you know what you could park here. It's a nice thing to do. We're being neighborly. Yeah, we're being neighborly. Well. Triple C, you know, Chris Harker, their owner, really didn't take too kindly to that screw the county, you know, screw this mask mandate, screw this whatever. You know, his brewery is enforcing it. It's not something that they necessarily love having to enforce, but it's like, you know what? If you aren't going to play by the rules that we all have to play by, no more parking in our parking lot anymore. And that has absolutely raised a kerfluffle in that neighborhood. To which, you know, like, 
I try to be really careful about this kind of these these topics, especially today, because everybody has a, a very hot opinion on it. But at the end of the day, like we all make choices mm-hmm. and you can make a choice to follow the rules or you can make a choice to not follow the rules. And if you choose to not follow the rules and somebody calls you on it, like you don't get to go running to dad about it. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you've decided that you're going to very publicly and for the attention getting that you are trying to get people to come to your church by saying, well, we're just not going to wear masks because we don't believe in it. And it's our, our umpteenth amendment and all the other bullshit arguments that get thrown out there. Because a lot of it is. A lot yeah. of it is yeah. just absolute garbage because people just want to be able to do what they want. And you can do what you want. We're free to do that. Yep. But that doesn't mean that you get to do everything else you want. Yeah. There are consequences for your actions. One of my uh, Canadian friends said it very well the other day. He's like, I, I respect everybody's right to swing their fists in the air until it touches my face. Yep. Mm-hmm. So a, a while back, um, this church had reached an agreement with a Chick-fil-A that was probably a 10-minute walk down the street since Chick-fil-A isn't using their parking lot on sure. a on Sunday. You know, that was their overflow parking, and you'd see just people walking to and from until Triple C said, you know what? We are a two-minute walk down the street. Why don't you just use our lot? So it'll be interesting to see if that agreement with Chick-fil-A opens back up, or kind of, <laughs> or kind of what ends up coming of this. But it'll be interesting to see if Chris needs to sit out at his brewery on Sunday mornings with you know a list of tow companies. Well, they they close their gates when they aren't in business. Were they closing it before on Sunday mornings? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they, in, unless they were open, those gates are closed. Sure, because, so so that doesn't change. Mm-hmm. But instead of opening them earlier for the church people to park there, uh, now they'll just I stay see. shut. They'll just stay shut. Okay, I was, okay, I was thinking like maybe they were parking on the street and that was part of the... No, the I mean, street parking is street parking. But, yeah. But that area with Triple C, that church, and stuff. And those College, apartment complexes. And street and, parking's a joke. Yeah. Like, do not count on street parking. Like... The number of times, like usually when I've gone, it's a 50-50 shot. I might get lucky and I might be able to get into the lot. Otherwise, I'm usually walking a block or two. Yeah, I said the number of times that I've been there with the two of you, it's let's play the walk around the or drive around the parking lot. Let's see if we can find a spot. And then when we can't, you know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, right over there. No. So, yeah, oh no, it's the consequences of my actions. So, good on Triple C for having a stance. Yeah. I mean, look, it sucks that we have to go back to, you know, masks in Charlotte, but look, we're all in this together. And if you guys want to, like, th- if you want to think you're special, then we're going to treat you special. Yeah. Not in the way that you want. Everybody likes to say we're all on this, all in this together when it suits their interests. But when you have to push somebody outside of the decision that they've made for themselves, it isn't as happy. And it's a shame. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, so Texas has decided to move into, hey, you can get beer before noon laws, which, you know, hey, for those of us that lived in North Carolina, how long we had to deal with that? Like <clears throat> literally standing it's, at the... I- Harris Cedar checkout line. It's eleven fifty nine. Okay. Well, I can't go through yet. I can't go through yet. You got to wait till that yet. clock changes because it won't let you ring it up. Yep. Exactly. 
Uh, so Texas used to have those same blue laws and has moved into, hey, you can now get your booze before then. And it's not completely lawless. This isn't like we're going to strike down everything. It just it just rolls it back two additional hours yeah. to 10 o'clock, which is what North Carolina's brunch bill did, what, four years ago, three years ago or so. Well, two and, additional hours. That's it. Well, and as I say, think about it. As somebody, Jeff, you grew up in Central Time Zone. So did I. Yep. Football would already have been kicked off by that point. Starts at 12. Yeah. So you're like rushing at that point of yeah. going, the game's already started. I need to well, get my ass back actually, home. Nah, actually, it's not even a thing because uh, and I, it's been forever since I've tried buying beer on a Sunday. But at least while I was there in Indiana, you couldn't buy anything on Sunday. So oh, yeah, you yeah. bought on Saturday. Saturday night. Yep. Otherwise, you went across. Well, when I was, I'd go and hang out with Jason uh, and we'd run across the board to Illinois. Yeah. Because they're open on Sundays. Yeah. And some real Smokey and the Bandit stuff right there. Eastbound or down. <sighs> and now for one more story about probably our least favorite brewery. Yay, Brewdog! You did another thing! I'm so excited! So they're going to be doing a partnership with Asahi. And uh, another interesting thing in this article is they are prepping for an imminent IPO. Yep. So that's so punk. Sure, yeah, because we're going to sell out. Um, you know, it was interesting. A couple articles back, we were talking about the ABC and, and some of the North Carolina laws, and there was a link uh, to the state governor's uh, like like a, like a tote board of his campaign promises and how many have been fulfilled. I would like something similar for Brewdog. Right. All of the bullshit that they have pushed out and all the things that they say they're going to do and how many of them actually came to fruition. Because, I don't know, I, I just, maybe I'm just blind to it because we don't do a lot of brew dog around here, but. Yeah, how are they so big, but they're here? Yeah. They've got an Ohio brewery. How are they so big that they're going to do an IPO? Yeah. Europe. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, they're listing will be in the UK but yeah still. it won't be a US IPO it'll okay be a UK all right one. so all right so maybe that tracks a little more because because remember when I was over there like every little grocery store and and they aren't like the Harris Cedar size ones these right. are tiny little grocery stores yeah. every beer aisle brew dog brew dog brew dog brew dog brew dog as far as you could see well, that was about the only beer you could find unless you went to an actual beer store and I guess you know at the end of the day because that's this the culture over there isn't take home it's i'm going to the pub right and when you're standing in the pub do you you're know not how brewdog. Li- i would say do you know how little pump pull or handles i saw of brew dog very little i'm yeah. sure because it's all uh what tight house right yeah so so yeah that's how they're so I mean, big you know it's it, it'll it, you know it'll be interesting to see you know of course then again you know an actual company that does an ipo based on sales as opposed to just memes you yeah know, who knows the world's weird right now. Yeah, that's it true. It has been for a year and a half. That's true. Um, yeah, I, I saw the story and I just went, uh, because the other part of this, not only the IPO, but basically they are setting up in Japan another Ohio type of a thing of, it's going to be its own company technically, but BrewDog's still going to run it. So it's going to be this little parent company part. Man, well, it looks like Asahi's going to brew everything, but BrewDog's going to have their own marketing sales yep. distro team on the ground in Japan. Yep. It, it feels to me like every time we talk about them, it feels like they're this like sleazy, dirty little group of people who are trying to exploit any and all loopholes 
to like maximize, like how can we get a bunch of money out of this market and then set it up to where the second it goes south, we can bail. Well, yeah. I mean, it's... Well, so I haven't been to a big box in a long time. Jeff, your big box near you kind of closed, I think, right. didn't it? Okay. Right. Before they closed, did you ever see BrewDog stuff in there? Occasionally. Okay. It wasn't much... You know, like you'd see Punk IPA and yeah. like, you know, one or two other things. It was very rare and it wasn't, you know. Because like I was to say, the only place I have ever seen it here, and Wells, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but the only place I've ever seen it here is Total Wines. And it was always Punk and maybe a couple of their other beers. The only times that I ever go in Total Wine was when I unfortunately had to sell them things. Right. The second that I didn't have to sell them anything anymore, I haven't been back inside. Right. And so what I'm trying to say is that it's not making the rounds at our local haunts of oh, definitely not places I, that we would go. So I couldn't it, tell you how many years it's been since I've seen anybody with BrewDog in the menu anywhere, yeah. in, in my circles at least. But. Yeah. And BrewDog feels like that beer that, like, if you have friends that are mostly in the macro but occasionally try something that's craft it seems like the kind of thing they would bring and say like oh look at I, you know i got this craft beer it's you know it's made in the uk and it's blah blah punk. yeah it's punk and i'd be like mm, yeah okay but but like nobody's even doing that yeah I, I couldn't tell you i'd be pressed to find anybody who's had brew dog in the last 30 days if not 60 days if not 365 days. well i was saying i'm sure there's listeners in our in the fine state of ohio that listen to the show that probably have but they're probably some of the only ones that have had at least anything fairly recently because yeah like you know like we just said the fact that they have an ohio brewery and we're not seeing stuff here that's kind of crazy to me you know maybe maybe not i mean there's a lot of ohio breweries that we don't get around here and i mean yeah, but they're not fucking BrewDog. Sure. They sure. make all this noise and are everywhere. There's a lot of breweries that like to make a lot of noise and like to say a lot of things in news articles, which is why I said, like, I don't believe half the stuff that they say. Yeah. Because most of it, does, like, you know, it's like the stupid gold can incident. Yeah, oh, God. You know, and, and, and then their partnership with uh, Knuckleheads down in Georgia. You know, like... Yeah, like, you know, it's just... It's all of these, like, attention-grabbing mistakes that yeah. don't pan out and I'm just I'm bored with them because yeah. like I can't I, I, I'd be hard pressed to find anybody that says number one that they've had their beer recently or number two that it's good or yeah. here's one that I really like and you guys really got to try it and if I'm wrong by all means slide into Josh's yeah, I was about to say real talk hit us up on CBcast on Twitter if you have had anything from BrewDog that is relatively fresh Within the last 30 days. I am dying to know. On purpose. Yeah, on purpose, and it was actually good. Not like, hey, I'm at this uh, I'm at this hotel bar, and it was the best option I had. No, like something where you actually chose, this is the beer that I want. Yeah. Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah. Dying we, to know. We, we aren't going to put you on a list or anything. Yeah, no, no. Promise. No. no. Allegedly. Allegedly. All right. We ready for break? Yeah, I think so. We'll be back in third. It's time for buy no buy. How does that work? Buy no buy. Well, we've been drinking beer on the show, 
And this is the segment where we tell you what we think about what it is that we've been sipping on uh, with a pretty simple system. Either we'd buy it or we wouldn't buy it. Chef's going to start us off. Yeah, uh, first beer up from Fontaflora is the Lake James Rind, a lager beer um, that's made with heritage corn, local watermelon, fresh lime, and tagine, Mm -hmm. which is a pepper kind of like a sriracha kind of thing that has lime uh, okay okay uh it's lime and pepper and uh i'm not getting a ton of the the heat or any kind of spice off of it um but damn it if this doesn't smell like like fresh corn in a good way mm-hmm. uh, i i uh, notoriously hate watermelon but i don't hate this beer um it is it's got just a touch of melon to let me know that it's watermelon, but not so much that um, it's slapping me in the face. This would be super refreshing on any kind of a hot day. Um, I'm not going to buy it because, again, a watermelon beer versus something else, but it actually is a good beer. Um, I just can't see myself ever buying it on purpose. Well, I feel like I did this beer a great disservice. I found one can left in the fridge. No, they stopped making this probably three weeks ago. I have, I think they've gone through like four batches. More rind has gone into my fridge this year than any other beer. Even it's, more so than uh, Fanta? More. I mean, wow. twice as much. Wow. Uh, there's just something about having a, a sub 4% watermelon lager when it's 98 degrees outside. It just hits. Oh, absolutely. I could get um, it. So, I, I'm gonna buy this. I'll tell you right now, like just, it's like a lamb to the slaughter in this show, but I fully expect this to be like the dark horse showing up in my ten slot on beers of the year. Like, I, I mean, look again. Yeah. I, I completely understand it. It is. There, there are some Fauna Flora beers because they are the, um, scratch brewing style of go and forage and it's all local mm-hmm. ingredients and like there are time or free range does that too I guess there are times that there it's a little too cute for what the product is but this works mm-hmm. I just don't like watermelon Josh do you like watermelon I actually love watermelon so okay. funny story uh, we kind of right as this delta variant started to bubble back up I we really started to turtle back into the house of like Yes, I know I'm vaccinated, and I have been wearing my mask this entire time, but this shit still terrifies me to, to no end. Oh, yeah. and I get it. Last thing I want, so we went back to doing grocery deliveries, and lo and behold, magically, we got a free watermelon we never ordered the other day. <laughs> Always good when you get a free watermelon, right? Uh, I, unfortunately, didn't get to eat any of it because the other person that lives in my house decided she was going to house that whole watermelon before I even got a single bite out of it dang i was a little upset about that Aww. do you want me to i get you a watermelon nah, later it's, it's okay. okay it's okay um i have been told about this beer for a very long time i'm glad i've never bought it but i didn't hate it and i really thought i was gonna absolutely hate this beer it, it it's weird because it's definitely not one of those things where i would buy again or i would ever buy but I didn't dump it. Like, the entire time, I kept drinking it. I'm going, I want to hate this. Yeah. I really do. But I don't. Yep. I don't hate it at all. It, it's actually really well-made beer. Mm-hmm. It is delicious. 
And yeah, if I was out, you know, doing yard work at 95 degrees, chugging one of those, yeah. Yeah, buddy. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to know by it. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up from Lenny Boy. We haven't had Lenny Boy in a while. So I Josh know. brought some Lenny Boy. Uh, this is called Stage Fright, Hazy Double IPA. I say it's got a podcasting mic on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is hazy, but it isn't like crazy New England hazy. I enjoyed this very much. I like it a lot. Sometimes, uh, sometimes when you go to a place like Lenny Boy and they have so many choices, it can get a little overwhelming. And uh, something like this would be a nice like, aha, I know, like, I know I'm going to like that. That's going to be safe. And not, it's not safe, but I mean, like, it's it, not. It's, no, something, it's something I know I will enjoy. Yeah, it's not it. like, you know, peach habanero kombucha or something like that. Like, it's, it, it is really good. I really liked it. Uh, buy for me. Wells? I had to double check this one because it, it tasted just like some of the new anthems that you had brought on the show previously where I don't know if I like this or if I don't like it, but I'm going to err on the side of caution and say I don't like it. It's like that. So that's a no buy. Didn't hate it. If I was at the brewery and somebody's like, hey, I bought a, our table a pitcher of this. Okay, fine. I'll I'm roll. in for one. Yeah. But, but am I buying a pitcher of this? No. Nah. Nah. Nah, dog. Josh, what are your thoughts? Uh, I actually thoroughly enjoyed this. This was one of those where I, I saw it and I was excited to see. Because, you know, honestly, most of what I've always bought from Lenny Boy has just been like their normal IPAs. Like Citrophilia or Jeans or some of the other stuff. And don't get me wrong. It's not the only beer I buy from them. But, yeah. You, you got to get into your routine. And, again, yeah. it's your comfort zone. It's yeah, like, exactly. Like, Lenny Boy puts out a lot of product, not in a bad way. Right. But sometimes it's like I just – there are those times where I go to the store and I'm willing to take a gamble. And there are those times where I go to the store and I'm like, I just want something that I'm not going to be mad at myself for buying. Yeah, exactly. And so this was one of those where I saw it and I was like, hey, it's a double hazy. It's – this is everything on paper that I should like. And I really do enjoy this. This is – really well made and you know again it still amazes me to this day how long i out of all of us in this room ignored that brewery when uh they're just a kombucha people that's yeah. all they make same yeah and yeah. they make some damn solid beer and that they brewery do. is a, an amazing little place it's one of those quiet little gems that i think if you ever come to charlotte and you know you've hit all the major spots and you've never been to lenny boy you're doing yourself a major disservice when you're on like day three because, I mean, you know, honestly, like, you're... Actually, you could probably fit it in either day one or day two. You do South End, you can get Lenny Boy in with a lot of the other big ones that are worth stopping at. Yeah. It's also nice. I mean, I am a fan of their kombuchas as well. Um, I, I really enjoy incorporating Lenny Boy into, like, my little South End jaunts. And pretty much just for a refreshment of, like, uh-huh. the kombucha. Like, I might skip the beer... I still want to have something to drink, but I just I just need a break. And they yeah. are a great, like, I mean, hidden, like, unsung hero. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next beer up. Remind me of the beer that um, Old Hickory made that had Wells on the on the label. Daniel Boone. Yep. Yeah, Daniel Boone. Okay, so I think we've got a new one. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> so uh, Resident Culture has a beer out called The Unkindness, and it has one of those uh, plague masks on the front, which Wells notoriously bought uh, during the height of the Rona. 
Uh, but the Unkindness is a bourbon barrel aged Imperial Stout, um, aged in 14 year old weeded bourbon barrels for 17 month. It was aged for 17 month. Womp Se- womp. 17 month. Then conditioned on toasted pecans and cacao nibs. Um, this is chewy, delicious dessert. It is excellent, and I love it. Big bye. Well, yeah, what Jeff said, it I almost kind of want to grab a spoon for this one and just yeah, and just go to town, or maybe even a fork. Yeah, you know, how you have those beers, and it's like, oh, I'd love to make a reduction out of this, and then you have those beers, it's like, well, it's halfway there. Yeah, I really didn't have to like cook that much, you know, liquid out of it. Yeah, uh, this is really tasty. Uh, they've done a a double barreled version of this, which will have a what? on what a date. Um, double barrel cherry brandy? Yeah. Holla. So oh, uh, this is the, the base beer, single barreled. It it real good. I mean, look at say in barrel aged Imperial Stout from Resident Culture. Yeah. The the floor is high. Um, it's a buy. Josh. Alright, look, we're all standing around in shorts and some of us have flip flops on. This beer, like on a cold January night, oh yeah. god! I mean, it's still delicious now. Don't get me wrong, which is good. I mean, I I bought more than just these two, so right. right. Like I I could just imagine like sitting outside on a cold January night, or just in front like, of a fire. Yeah, yeah, like just like even a crisp fall evening, oh. you know, with a fire pit going. I think is a good call, Wells. Oh, like, this is this is delicious. This is. Oh, I, it, I can't even put it into words. It, this fits into that bucket of things. Um, that, that I, I always credit Wells for, where it's like, I'm drinking this, it tastes good, I enjoy it, I could also spend the next hour with this last two ounces and really Pick it apart, it. yeah. And, and then not pick it apart in a bad way, but like... Yeah, just like really notice and pay attention. And yeah, like, here's like, all the flavors that I miss, because, you yeah. know, again, we've talked about this, but we rapid fire this stuff, and, you know, these shows are only for an hour, and sometimes having these beers again on their own... And just being able to sit with them for an hour yeah. and really get to enjoy them. Well, the second you start pairing food with it and yeah. everything else, it just it gets crazy quick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just want to get an eyedropper and just like, bloop, bloop. Right into your like, eyes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right that. into my eyes. It seems like a good way to get pink eye. <laughs> All right, Jeff, final beer up. So I brought this beer for 400 not having any idea because you know like sometimes you know I, I still have a bunch of beers that are sitting in my cellar and i really just need to pull them all out and we're just gonna have them on the show and the ones that suck suck and the ones that don't don't um and sometimes the lineup is unfair <laughs> this is one of those cases uh but also time wasn't kind um so in in 2016 uh i bought a bottle of deschutes the abyss that was brandy barrel aged mm. And, you know, the Abyss, you like it or you don't. You know, it's molasses. It's got a little bit of licorice in it. Um, it is what it is. It is a it is an Imperial Stout from kind of the old days of Imperial Stouts. Yeah, it kind of does feel like part of the quote-unquote old guard. Yeah, it, it, yep. it does not have a snowball's chance in hell uh, against the unkindness. The unkindness was very unkind. You know, unkindness is this nice, thick, velvety, rich, chocolatey, pecan, everything. I mean, here's the the thing. You said chocolatey. This tastes like eating a brownie. Y'all know how much I hate chocolate. That's right. And but then we pull the abyss out and it's it's thin. 
it's a little oxidized. The molasses is there. The brandy is kind of barely there. I ended up rinsing a couple of times trying to just get something out of it, and it's there. It's just... It's not what it probably could have been had I not waited five years to open it. So, you know, again, aging beer is one thing, but maybe don't. Well, and that's a debate we've had on the show numerous times. And I think it requires the quote unquote perfect conditions really to do it. And then even still, it's a 50-50 shot of what you're going to get out of it. I mean, it is still the abyss, undoubtedly. It just, I, I now wonder if I've outgrown the abyss. It's possible. Pulse, what about you? What are your thoughts? I think this would have absolutely been a banger two years ago. Uh, right now, it's the barrels dropped a little bit. Uh, a little bit of oxidization. Like, I'm cool with that, but to me, it's like not enough. It's in that weird, like, in between, and I almost get like a little sourness to it, like a, just a teeny scooch. That's that's the tartness of the barrel. Okay. The parts. Um, I would have liked to see a little bit less age on this one, uh, so unfortunately, I'm going to no buy this one. But you know, in the future, if you're looking to age in abyss, maybe just don't let it go five years. Two to three. Yeah, maybe. But even then, drink it fresh. Yeah. It's the way the brewers intended. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, again, not a fair fight, number one. No. Number two, as we've discussed numerous times, and I've done it, and I'm glad that, except for the ones that have been sitting in the keyser for Whales for Wishes, which who knows what kind of science experiments those things are going to turn into at this point. Who knows when that's going to happen now. Um, I'm not worried about a few of them, but there's one in there. I'm just like, (laughs) Jeff, you you brought it. Look, (laughs) My name's Paul. To be fair, that was a quote-unquote gift. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've had this beer fresh, and it's delicious. Yeah, sure is. And, yeah, just maybe there's too much time on it. Maybe there's, you know, who knows. If I had time in a bottle, yeah, I may have over-oxidized. I mean, like I said, you know, like we've said, it's, it's always a fun experiment, though. I am never going to tell people not not to try it. Now, now, the funny thing is, I bet I'd be interested had we not completely decimated it with the unkindness beforehand we might have been a little more open to this as a beer right but uh, you know again unfortunately like when you start going through a lineup and it's like okay here's this watermelon lager here's a a hazy double ipa yeah here's this like just absolute brownie of a beer and uh here's something that may be complex but we can't you know it's it's yeah, not fair. absolutely. But at the yeah. same time, it is what it is. That's yeah. the, the way the yeah. cookie crumbles. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I have always told people, if you've never aged beers before, it is definitely a fun experiment. Buy two. Buy one fresh so you know what it should taste like. Age one for a year, two, three, up to you on how long you want to do it. I'm not going to tell you to sit there and buy five or six and crack one, because we've done that experiment before. It doesn't... It's not worth right. the money. Right. I mean, even better is, you know, a brewery that releases the same stout every single year like in the early days i would buy two hold one back um and then the next year freshy one year and just to see like right what does this do i mean it, it's fun doesn't doesn't cost you much yeah yeah but i'm not gonna be the first person to sit here and tell you go drop you know 100 bucks on a 
building yourself a four-year vertical of the abyss or sticky monkey or something like that yeah i don't know that i would even try aging beer from a relatively new brewery no no deschutes you know like they've been making the same beer for so many years like I felt okay making a gamble with that. Old yeah, Hickory. absolutely. I've got some old Hickory beer that I've been sitting on for a while. You know, like, I trust those guys. Now, it doesn't mean that, like, I don't blame them. Like, I don't blame the shoots for this abyss kind of falling off. But, right. you know, that's on me. Yeah. I take ownership of that. All right. Well, is it time for I tap that? How does that work? Oh, well, of all the beers that we've been drinking on the show, um, what one... Uh, would we like to have on our home kegerators? And Josh has already pre-coded us because we're all nodding our heads. Yep, it is the resident culture unkindness. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's just that stinking good. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, when that uh, cherry brandy one comes out, I imagine it's going to be just as bad. Yeah. Yeah. It, it I, well, mm. we'll see. All right, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at, man? Come check us out on the interwebs. Go to crapbeercast.com. Uh, you can find links to our old stuff. Uh, you know, we've got a link to our Patreon or, you know, again, like if for some reason you're the kind of person that really enjoys flying dog or uh, brew dog. What is it with these dogs? Are they just all bad? I don't know. I'm starting to wonder. You know, if you if you got a bone to pick with us over our uh, distaste towards dogs, uh, you can slide into Josh's DMs at CBcast, Crap Beer Cast. Or uh, contact at crabbeercast.com if you want to organize some sort of a trade. Um, again, thanks to our Patreon supporters. We appreciate you. Uh, Wells, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at all the Wells. Josh, where else are you? Uh, I'm right here, but you can also follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget to tell a friend, tell somebody, hey, I listen to these guys for... At this point now, 400 episodes in eight years. That's a long time to be listening. If you've been listening since day one or episode one, whatever you want to call it. Uh, don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast. Post stories or news articles or anything on there that you want to cover. Wells will be good about making sure that I can remember to shout out your name. If I forget, I try to remember, but he's, he's been better about that lately. And, uh, yeah, rate and review us, and we'll talk to you guys next Thursday. <laughs>